Welcome to the WRSU Crew, the revolutionary show to hear all things sports, from your very own Rutgers Athletics to the hot topics in all professional and collegiate sports from around the globe, coming to you from your own Rutgers students. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your ride with the crew. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the WRSU Crew. It's a very special summer edition of the crew today here on a Thursday. I'm Eddie Kalegi. David Palumbo is with me. Also here, back from Texas or Iowa, you've been all over the world, a world traveler. Alex Carminati, the class act is back. Oh, I thank you so much, sir. I'm glad to be here. Texas, Iowa, now in Jersey for a little while, and uh, I go back to Long Island next week. Ed the Shed, always a pleasure. It's great to have you here, and we are also joined by two very special guests, two as we've been acts. promoting on Twitter. Indeed, we have Mark D'Agostino and Kyle Knox with us. Both of them work for Our Vision, which is the uh, television branch of Rutgers sports coverage. So we have a lot of fun stuff planned. We have some callers on the way, too. But we might as well start, Mark, you know, just with the business side of things. What, what is Our Vision and what, it's all, what is it all about? All right. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, it's great to see uh, you guys in your... Um your other role here at Rutgers, I know I, I've seen you guys all on my crew here at Our Vision, but it's, it's fun to see, to kind of go on your turf for a little bit. Um, so me and Kyle work for Our Vision, and like Eddie said, we're the television branch, the live streaming branch of Rutgers Athletics. So basically our job is to run the Rutgers Student U broadcast on Big Ten Plus. So any game, Rutgers game that's not televised of the sports we cover, so going from soccer all the way to baseball and softball, we will uh, cover those games and have them streamed on Big Ten Plus. And you three here are part of our crew, as well as a, a handful of other students. And uh, yeah, we have a really good time. So, yeah, it's a uh, Kyle. Nice to be here. Here with my boys. Uh, Your boys, huh? Ball with, with the, the bros. Boys. Yeah. He just wants to ball with the bros. All right. Yeah, our vision, our, our vision you know, it, it's all about all the live stuff, all the sports, we do everything, but it's mostly about the vibes, you know, about having a good time and putting a good product out there. And uh, yeah, you guys all make it super easy. So it's cool to be here and see how else you mature in the professional world and what you want to do. Wow, that was that was something. That was quite an intro. Do you have any nicknames, guys? I mean, like Karma's known for like giving people nicknames. Thank you. Has he given you Can any? Can we go through? So let's we, go. Yeah. Let's go around the table. Yeah. So, so Karma, oh, yeah. go through everyone's nickname that we have. All right. Throughout here. Okay, boss. <laughs> we got the Lieutenant David Palumbo of WRSU. Lieutenant. Lieutenant David. What does that mean? Lieutenant. Where You're a lieutenant from? for WRSU. How? Think about it this way. Okay. The show, Columbo. Uh, my lieutenant Columbo. What's my last name? Your last name is Palumbo. Yes, it is. Put that together, and there you go, lieutenant. Who loves you, baby? Who? Well, that. Well, Lu lieutenant Kojak, too. Why not? Uh, why not? Lieutenant Kojak, lieutenant Palumbo, lieutenant Columbo. Two of the three guys are great. You're a class act. Okay. We, wow. Are you saying he's not great? I think he's phenomenal. I think he's phenomenal. L lieutenant Spectacular. Palumbo. Yeah, sure. Okay. At the Shed Kalegi. How did I get this name? You just started calling me. That's, I know. It means well, absolutely nothing. Rhyming works, man. Yeah. Yeah. Now that sticks, I think yeah. about it, it was supposed to actually be Ed the Squirrel. And I'll get into <laughs> why. <laughs> what? I'll get into why. Ed the Squirrel. And this is something. Uh, this is a nickname. I forgot who who came up with it. But it's the 2011 World Series. I'm 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 a huge Cardinal fan. I love my Cardinals. And in Game One, maybe you guys remember some squirrel ran on the field at Bush Stadium. And for some reason, I don't remember who, but someone said, "Hey, Ed the Squirrel." Okay, fine. 
So all of a sudden, I was thinking of that, and then it came to my mind, Ed the Shed sounds better. It Ed does rhyme. the Shed. I'd Ed, rather be a shed than a squirrel, just speaking. Ed the Shed Kalegi sounds very, very strong. He's a strong personality. He's a strong guy. He's a he great guy. Well, thank you. And think about it. Sheds, they're made of strong stuff. They got strong material Wood. with it, right? Yes. Ed the Shed. Ed the Shed is a strong material guy. But you know what? I appreciate it. I've been waiting a year and a half for an explanation on the name, and now I got it. Well, there you go. Kyle. See? I'm still thinking of something for Kyle. We have something for Kyle. Yeah. I Kyle. Mean, Dave, you have his nickname? I mean, I don't really say it anymore, but I can if you want. I mean, for some reason, people like to call him Kyle Knox, which is like, it's just his name. That's like, his yeah, name. It's just, it's just, just name. his name. But it's just his name, but you have to no space between the first yeah, and you last. Take, you yeah, you take that yeah. air out of Sometimes the Sometimes you throw a yeah. shout out in the front, too. Like a shout out Kyle Knox. And the Kyle Knox is one syllable. Kyle Knox. That's one, oh, I see. It's one word. Yeah. So like, it's try, one word. Not you, could two. Try, you could try it. Shout out Kyle Knox. Is that what you're trying to tell me here, <laughs> that's, Lieutenant? That's, that's a good sound between Kyle and Knox. Do try it one more Kyle time. Knox. <laughs> Kyle Knox. <laughs> okay. Shout out Kyle Knox. Serious. Serious. Baby. Calm down. All right. Uh, I don't know how uh, that right, started. Lieutenant. I remember like asking you what your last name was once, and you were like, Knox, and I was like, oh. Are you related to Kevin Knox? And I don't even like the NBA. I just remember when he got drafted. I don't even know why I you said that. You thought Kevin Knox? It just came to the my first mind. The first Knox that comes to your mind is Kevin Knox. It when is. you say Kyle Knox over here. You're, calling, you're, about? you're <laughs> calling Eddie a squirrel. You're calling Eddie a squirrel. You can't talk. What other Knox is coming to your mind besides Kyle Knox? Fort. I mean, that's the nickname I gave you one day. I called I, you Fort Knox. I know a yeah. character named Conrad Knox. It's Which from a show. Character? Which show? Strike Back. Have you ever seen it? I have not. It's a very good military show. Solid. And the and it's broken up into seasons. There's four. The four seasons with Damien Scott. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm forgetting the second character. But anyway. Oh, Stonebridge. Michael Stonebridge. Scott and Stonebridge are the best uh, uh, four seasons they have with those two guys. And one of the guys, uh, the, uh, uh, the, uh, the bad guys they have to fight is named Conrad Knox. Huh. So I think of Conrad Knox, not Kyle Knox, that scrub from the NBA. You, you meant oh, Kevin. Not, this is yeah. not, not a scrub from the oh, NBA. Oh, oh, Kevin. <laughs> I'm sorry, not Kyle. Kyle's a great guy. To anybody listening, I'm not in the NBA. I could. I, I could be. believe I could be. He has I could be. the looks, for sure. I mean, the swag. The height. The height. Definitely. 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 So, Kyle, we'll think of something for you. All right. But Mark, M-A-W-K, Mark. Mark. Mark, the boss, the Don D'Agostino. All right. I like. The I mean, th think about it. The man's in charge of our vision, and from what I know, what what boss? Five years now, right? Something, uh, something a little like that? over five years, yeah. So this guy's the head honcho over at our vision. Uh, second. Uh, I would say uh, that. Uh, my I don't boss. know if I I'm would do that. Do it, do it, do it, Eddie, Eddie, do it. Eh, I don't know about that. Eh, we do that at uh, Pat's yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Anyway, when it comes to student-wise, at least you're the head honcho, and you're the guy. You're there. All the time, you're you know going through the cables. You're setting up the cameras. You're putting the truck together. You're saying, "You do this, you do that." Get everybody ready to go for each show. You're making him seem like and a taskmaster here. <laughs> hey, he's the boss. Hey, Johnny Boy, do your job. Lieutenant Palumbo, get back on camera. Mason, be quiet over there. Whatever it may be, right? So in general, you know, Mark is the guy that is the main orchestrator of all vision. When it comes to that role. I mean, I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, that's exactly kind of what I want my role to be. I want to, you know, put you guys in a position right. where you can create some good stuff for Rutgers. Of and, course. You know, have that stuff on your reels, whether you're directing or doing camera or announcing. That, right. You know, we, we want you guys to show up with, you know, a good base. Of course. Where you can learn all these kind of production things, whether it's, 
you know, TD directing on the Switcher, on the TriCaster, or doing replay. And I just want to kind of be in the background producing, letting you guys do your thing. And this year was a really good year. You guys yeah. all did a great job. Um, and I'm, you know, ha- I'm excited for all of you to be back for another year. Yes, sir. And then, uh, we'll get some new people along. Hopefully, anyone listening, if they're interested, uh, we'll be reaching out about new students in the uh, sometime late in the summer. We got our first game in mid-August. August and, uh, 17th. Yeah. On that note, since oh, you're yeah. saying it was such a good year, do you have any, like, awards to give anyone or anything like that that you gave I it do. at the end of the I, year i mean we could wait like 30 we were missing seconds one. Yeah, he's on the phone i did i did like his use of the word it's orchestrate though because i do believe that it, we are making art over our vision and uh yes, all, all the students i mean they're great i mean they're they're like mass maestros at the trumpet we've had a lot of fun doing it i mean especially this baseball season this year i think just with the group of people that are there now it was just it was a lot of fun yeah I, I will say that this year probably more than any of the other years that i've been in charge the group has kind of been more friendly than I've ever experienced. Really? And I, th- I think a lot of that has to do with kind of this group right here, plus a couple of other people, Olivia, um, off the top of my head. Woody. Uh, wow, a Woody, quick, quick shout-out for Liv. Woody, She's going to eat that one up. Spicy. Um, Noah, who unfortunately, Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, Spicy won't be back next year, but I'm very happy. Spicy's leaving? Well, he I graduated. mean, he graduated college. Oh, Is that okay? No. Very happy for him that he's now I don't really his, see uh, let, let Mark talk. First week of uh, working at MLB Network. So, really? Uh, yes. Oh, good yeah. for Spice. Congratulations. That's that's phenomenal. No, I mean, he, if you look at, at a student sidekick for Mark, mm. Spice is that student sidekick for Mark. And Spice, Spice, I tip my hat, sir. You're, you're doing great stuff at, at the, uh, the network. You're going to do great stuff there. This is just the beginning for good old Spicy Boy. Carm, yeah. do you know so his real name? Him. Andrew. Oh, Andrew Epstein. Oh, wow. I know a lot of who he don't. is. I have a side story. Yeah, I did not know that his name was actually Andrew until April of my freshman year when I saw it on the When I Work app. Interesting. I, I didn't yeah. know what his name was. I just You know, we introduced him as Spicy. We, yeah. you know, everything. Yeah, no. Everybody calls him Spicy. Like, he's a great I, I guy. I introduced him. I, I didn't know his name until he had to fill out the paperwork, and that's when I, okay, that's his real name. All right. Car- <laughs> Carm, you missed it, but... Mark was talking about how good of a year it was, and he has an award for for you actually. I do. Unfortunately, really? at the end of your party, we gave out awards. Right. And you missed I was in it, Texas. Unfortunately, yeah. I was yeah. in Texas. Yeah. So I do have it. Um, we. I think I can give it to you. You want to read it out? Oh sure, I'd love to. Let's see what this is all about, huh? What did the boss give me? All right. Sir, uh, oh my, certificate of achievements, proudly awarded to me. Oh my. Biggest fan. I'll put it that way. All right. All right. That is. Oh, that's I'm a, not that's going That's official, there. by the way. Huh? That's a, that's official. Oh, I'm sure I it is official. You hung up in your room. Oh yeah. All Vision 2023. The Pandies. Why the Pandies? Well, the Panda snacks. The pa- yeah, the Pandas. That's a good snack. It's a good snack, right? Where do you find that stuff? I get them at Costco. Costco, huh? Yeah. How about Walmart? Um, they might have it there. Yeah. That pandy stuff is pretty good. It I is. I like that panda snack. It is. What the uh, the Shout caramel, the strawberry, the blueberry, the, the rest blueberry. of the. And just said one set a record for most pandas eaten. I did. I had uh, during the softball tournament. I had seven packs of them in one day. Seven packs. Yes. Oh my goodness. It's, there's only like it's ten per day. pack. So you almost became a panda. Seventy with that. pandas. Oh, yeah. But you know what? <laughs> It, it kind of got diversified because we just had the chocolate the first time, okay. and then uh, we were introduced to strawberry and caramel and vanilla and all these other great flavors. So what's your favorite flavor? I'm sticking I, with chocolate. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Chocolate the caramel was actually pretty good. I remember eating caramel pandas with Yukon one day. That was good. The caramel was yeah, good. The, the strawberry were, one's good, too. I all the flavors too. were good, but chocolate's just better than all of them. Like, yeah. The caramel tasted like a pancake. 
Interesting observation, Kyle. Yeah. And that, that would be that. The, the like chocolate is definitely syrup. the best. It's yeah. a classic. It's yeah. so good. A good snack, bad person. Although the strawberry. Good is snack, uh, when bad person. That's what you said when Ice Spice was promoting the pins. Yes, pandas. that's true. That's true. Good, good snack, snack, bad, bad person. person. I did say good that. Good quote. I did say that. And it's true. It's Wait, she actually promoted? She put it on her story. Like, the strawberry one. And yeah. good old Liv really? sent me the story. A lot of people and I are eating pandas. It's, it's getting there. international. Oh, I like it. Yes. How long has that thing been around, folks? Because the first time I heard it was from you guys. Let's see. Probably been around for a while, but they, I saw them in Costco and I bought them for the crew. So, Mark, from what I understand... 1979. Real 79? Yep. You're kidding me. Hello Panda, a brand of Japanese biscuit produced by Meiji, yeah. first released in Japan in 1979. 79. Wow. Oh, i never heard of it before. Anyway, Mark, mm-hmm. from what I understand, you're a Rutgers grad. I am. You went grad. to Rutgers, yep. and now you're here five years with All Vision. Mm-hmm. Take me through your Rutgers experience. Uh, So, when I... Went here. I had kind of two jobs. I was so I went. My school end of it was I was a journalism media studies student. Right. Um. And then on the other side, I was part of two uh, jobs here at Rutgers Athletics when I was a student. The first thing I did was work for the football team, and I did their coaches' film. Um, that's kind of the path that I thought I was going to go on. And my first job after college actually was that I did. I did that for Columbia for a season. Um. But then the opportunity came to work at Big Ten Network, and that kind of got uh, was more from my background experience with our vision as a student. So when I was a student, Colin was still here, and then a couple other people that are gone now were in charge of our vision. Um, and then after I worked at Big Ten Network for a couple months, uh, a spot opened up here, and I have been here ever since. So you were in Chicago for a period of time? Yes, so for a couple months I worked at Big Ten Network in the Chicago studio. So how'd you get that gig? What happened there? Uh, just connections from uh, working our vision. Um, I had met briefly a couple of the people that, um, that worked there, and they needed someone to QC the Student U Games, which is something you guys experience on the crew. Uh, you talk to the QCs in Chicago. Shout out, Brandon. Shout out. Oh, well, he's a TOCS, but... Oh, yes. he's a big man on campus. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, um, shout out Bitsy. Shout out Bitsy. <laughs> um, the... So, yeah, I worked that for a few months, and uh, I would have been happy to stay there, but an opportunity showed up to come home, and I'm glad I did. I've been huh. doing this for a little over five years now. Wow. So that's the Mark D'Agostino story. That's my story, yeah. Wow, that's incredible. And you graduated Rutgers when? 2017. Wow. It's 2017. Yeah. Go to Chicago. Come here. And now you're here long term. Yep. The boss, Mark D'Agostino. Now, Kyle's one of your assistants, from what I un- understand. Yeah, so he's he's um. So we've expanded the department a little bit since I've joined. Uh-huh. Um, so Kyle was hired recently. I guess you came on around January. Yeah, or? January seventeenth. It was yeah. that recently. Yeah, you're kidding me. December. Nope. Yeah. Wow. So as of right now, eh. Kyle's like my uh, second sure? in command yeah. for right. student use stuff. That's right. I wouldn't call him my assistant. Okay. Um, yeah, that was a little disrespectful. Carm, Carm did. Though. I don't mean Carm like did. that. I mean, assistant in a good way, Lieutenant. Oh, of course. Yeah, assistant totally. to the regional manager. But yeah, no, happy, to, uh, happy to have Kyle here. If you want, like, Kyle, why don't you go through your story? Yeah, that's right, Kyle. What's your Rutgers? story? Go ahead, well, pal. Uh, you know, I'm, I started in New York, small college, Marist College, up in Poughkeepsie. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Right on the Hudson River. Right, right. Obviously, you guys know Maria Kuros. Yes. Shout out, Maria. Shout out. Um, shout out, Maria T. Shout, uh, shout out all the Marias. Um, Facts. Every Maria. But, yeah, like I met – so Maris, unlike Rutgers, you guys don't really have a major geared towards, like, what we do at Our Vision. Right. But Ma- uh, Maris actually does. It's, it's like a sports broadcasting major, and that's what I did. And I got in early with 
their R Vision crew over there was called Red Fox Network. Worked all the games, worked my way up, you know, camera, TC, mm-hmm. director. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I've known Maria for four years. We were really close. She always helped me with everything. Uh, and she always thought that I could take her job when she left. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. So I ended up uh, working for horse racing after I graduated oh, wow. back last year. Shout out the ponies. Shout out the ponies, always. Belmont Stakes this Saturday. Tap it trice. Um, but I did that for about six months. It didn't pay well, but I, I loved it. But, you know, I, I had to find something else. And eventually this position just kind of came up. You know, she texted me one day, said to apply. I applied, met everybody. It all went well. And I'm here and I love it. And I'm uh, happy that she reached out. Now, now Maria has been mentioned a bit. She's re- she's the main assistant to Mark mainly, right? Is that how, is is that how it works? Eh, I don't know about that. She was. Um, so Maria has uh, has moved on to a job with the MLS that I know she's very. Excited oh, she to left. Get. Yeah, she left. Yeah, she's. Oh, left. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that at all. Yeah, yeah no, she yeah she she uh, left shortly after our uh, her last day was the party that you missed. Oh yeah. no! I wish yeah. you would have known. Yeah. So. Um, oh, I didn't know that at all. But no, Maria was great. She was here for about uh, what two years, right? Two years. Yeah. yeah on and I mean, without Maria, we wouldn't have Kyle here. So she at least left someone in her uh, <laughs> in her uh, absence. But no, I'm really excited for Maria. I'm sure she's going crazy with all the messy stuff right now because oh yeah, that's, that's her right. favorite player oh, yeah. of all time. And now. He's going to the MLS. He's just where randomly she works. playing so, in Miami. So the MLS. Wherever, uh, I, I gotta shoot her a text because I'm sure she's going nuts right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, another thing I think too we could talk about just with our vision is the opportunities a lot of the students that are part of it get afterwards. You mentioned Maria, but like the students as well. Yeah. There's been such a good like I, I guess like a track record or line of people who get this experience and then once they graduate get a cool position in the industry. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy to brag about it now because I mean five years I finally had kind of a class of my own that has gone on and graduated. So just a couple of shout outs for um, we have Elena who is working at Big Ten Network right now through the Big Ten Now internship that is offered after students graduate from the from the Big Ten Plus program. We mentioned Spicy working at MLB. Mm. Um, Owise, who I don't think any of you worked with, but Owise was great, and he is now uh, a graphics operator for CBS NFL. Oh, wow. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting people. Madeline works at MSG. Right, right. Um, I'm sure there are people I'm forgetting, but... You know, there there was a good track record of people getting jobs in the industry of my class, and I'm happy that I kind of was able to build the program back to people getting jobs now. And I'm very excited for all three of you have have definitely you're gonna have something in your future. Um, and um, I'm excited. Uh, you guys will no, you'll be graduating. Dave will be graduating. Eddie, I got another couple years. Yes, two more years. Um, but no, and then you know, I'm I'm excited for for all you guys to continue working whether it's radio whether it's tv whether it's on air or behind the scenes mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm happy for the opportunities that the program gives yeah uh, and the experience that it offers well we have a lot planned here on the crew today we have some callers that are going to be joining us uh we'll take a break when we come back we could talk a little rutgers men's basketball get some rutgers sports takes from mark and kyle and yeah we have some fun callers on the way so stay tuned for that we're just getting started here with the wrsu special crew the r vision collab here on 88.7 fm and wrsu.org Welcome back to a Thursday crew here on WRSU-FM New Brunswick, a special edition of the, the WRSU Sports 
AWVision slash Big Ten Network Plus coming together for a collaboration on this Thursday evening. Dave Palumbo, Ed the Shed Kalegi, Kyle Knox, Mark D'Agostino. I'm Alex Carminati. And gentlemen, here we are for this special edition. Mark and Kyle joining us here, both guys from AWVision, also known as the uh, Big Ten Plus side of Rutgers here uh, for the Big Ten Network and the Big Ten Conference. Gentlemen, let's start with some Rutgers basketball while we're here. Lots of big off-season news. You know, Caleb McConnell's not coming back, but Cliff Amore, he's coming back. Paul Mulcahy, he's coming back. Cam Spencer transferring to UConn. Hopefully. A lot to break down. Yeah, I mean, we could start with that. Um, with Cam Spencer leaving, we did our whole special show about it when which, he first Which was phenomenal, by well, the thank way. thank you. Uh, but now we since know that he's going to UConn, so he is certainly ring chasing. Yeah. Uh, for sure going to the de- defending national champs. But overall, I wouldn't be too upset if I'm Rutgers. I think getting Amori back is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Fernandez is going to be a good player. I also think people are kind of forgetting about how good Gavin Griffiths is. I know everybody's talking about Ace Bailey and Dylan Harper, but... As of this year, Griffiths is going to be the highest recruit that's ever played for Rutgers. So uh, he's going to be a big piece as well. Mark, your thoughts, sir? I- I'm excited for So the the cool relationship we have with basketball is that we're usually the first game that people see. What We usually produce the first game because it's usually a non-conference game right. against a smaller school that TV might not pick up. So um, I kind of think of it in that term that we'll be excited to see, uh, at least for the first time, for Griffiths and Fernandes. Um, and... Uh, yeah, no, it should be another good season. Um, very uh, excited every year when basketball season comes around because I personally like the winter sports season the best year at Rutgers because it means everything's at Jersey Mike's Arena and there's a little less of production truck needs to move from field hockey to soccer or whatever. Once we get to that winter season, that's where we kind of like lock down and you know really wor- get good at our craft. And that's, I think, some of our best broadcasts are always – at Jersey Mike's Arena because you got the environment, you got the good camera positions, you got um, everyone's got the experience from the fall after doing a thousand soccer games and stuff. So I, I, I'm always excited for that season. We have to get through the fall first, but uh, men's hoops is, is, is a fun one. The, the few games that we do get to do of theirs. I will say, like, men's basketball was the first sport that I had the opportunity to work when I first started here. And I, you know, I'm coming from a small college where nobody showed up to any of the sports games and, like, that first Maryland men's basketball game in, mm. in the rack, like that was such an amazing experience. Like it was, it was so electric. Like I, I, I just love that, that atmosphere. And uh, you know, I'm super excited about what the future holds. Obviously, some people aren't coming back. You know, UConn for Cam makes a lot of sense for him, and it makes a lot of sense for UConn. You know, it sucks for us, but it's this the nature of the sport everything's driven by the transfer portal now i mean every school is dealing with it hunter dickinson you know i mean yeah it's it's just it is what it is you know and you have to be aggressive and go out there and replace guys now it's not you're not getting these four-year players anymore you know you maybe you only have a guy for one season but you have to do what you got to do and uh i have a lot of hope i know pike a good coach I think he'll be able to get it done, and we'll have a good season. Go back to the March Madness tournament. Well, it, it's so funny you mentioned Dickinson. On top of that, Caleb Love, too, because he went from North Carolina, goes to Michigan for a period of time, decommits from Michigan, and now he's in Arizona, if my memory is correct. So, you know, you see him bounce all around with the uh, transfer portal stuff. Not just that, the NIL has been a massive influence on all these guys moving left, right, center, and that was the main reason why Cam Spencer left Rutgers to go to UConn. Yeah, I mean, you can't blame him. Obviously, he's super frustrating he won them games right he won them the Purdue game I was at 
the game you were at, Eddie, Northwest the Northwest game. Right. You that were was, there too. That was a fun trip. You guys were was. both there. So, I mean, if he wasn't on the team, they wouldn't have won those two games. Right, but right. there was really bad strategies he had. But throughout the whole season, he was the leading scorer. But people forget Simpson can flat-out score too. Yeah. Griffiths and Simpson can flat-out score. Both of them can be elite scorers in the conference. But, I mean, it's hard to have a ton of optimism. Right. You know, still not a full roster. And time is very much ticking. Obviously, Ross, Reber, Palmquist, Miller, who were not going to be part of the rotation, but they haven't really filled all those spots. Right. So that's a little frustrating. But yeah, you got to trust Bike at the end of the day. Yeah, I just want to say on that too. Like, it seemed like at first there was a good move getting rid of Reber and Palmquist and Miller. And I know none of the three bring that much to the table. Right. Right. But this is a small roster right now and you're going to have guys like Chole who are going to be expected to play a lot that really don't have much experience. Aiden Terry possibly. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I, Maybe. I still think he's just going to be coming in at the end of no, games. No, yeah. I know, but, but still, yeah. they have a smaller rotation and like Palmquist did pretty well when he was a starter he when did. McConnell was out for a couple of games. Miller can play good defense. So while they aren't great, not having them I think is going to be noticeable. This team doesn't have that much depth, especially since Mawat Mag is probably not going to be healthy to start right. the season. So is it fair to say that this season is a is a trend or a position towards more of the future for Rutgers basketball that this year, again, should be solid, should be a good year hopefully to expect, but it's more of looking towards what Simpson's going to be, what Griffith's is going to be, what some of these young guys will become later down the road for this program. Is that a fair estimate? Um, yeah, I definitely not wouldn't call it a rebuilding year because Pykele has really kind of for the last few years been a NCAA tournament competitor. And oh, I sure. Expect that to be every year, but I I think it's going to be very interesting to see Simpson and Griffiths get more minutes than than a young player typically would for these last few years on the te- on the uh, men's basketball team. Yeah, yeah. I what agree. are we thinking about um the women's team? Looks like they they looks like they might have a. Uh, a, a nice bounce back year from what they had last year. It does look good. I think yeah. they're bringing back six of the eight from last year. Plus, they've got a couple of transfers and some freshmen coming in. So, the last two years have not been good for that program. Mm-hmm. So, the fact that uh, I think Coquise Washington is a very capable coach mm-hmm. and uh, she's going to be able to build something. She's won Big Ten titles before. She's won Big Ten Coach of the Year before. So, she knows how to perform in this conference. And I think now she really gets really her full hand here because last year the way she came in didn't really have that much time to recruit and really build a roster and that's why the team only had eight players so now it's a little bit of a better situation yeah i bring them up because that's probably on the origin side we cover them a lot yeah um so i'm you know i'm excited for they kind of had a tough situation last year where they didn't have a very full roster and it looks like uh, Coquise has addressed that, and I'm excited for them to be competitive in the Big Ten again like they were under the Civ days. Yeah, I, we're big fans of Coquise. Yeah. Uh, shout yeah. out Coquise. I'm, I'm a big fan. Yeah, of oh, I'm a big fan of Coquise. She is a class act. She is a class act. Class now, act. Now, Mark, let me ask you this, and Kyle, you as well, because, again, you do the games, you broadcast all this stuff, but you also set up things behind the scenes as well. And what I mean by that, not just you know getting the truck ready, but you set up the post-game press conferences too. That's a lot of what you do as well, especially for football, basketball, all these sports, mainly football and basketball. What goes into that setup where you've got, you know, Coach Paco coming in following a win or or a loss, or mainly Coquise Washington coming in when Rutgers wins or loses? So, so the interesting part about that is that we, so we're responsible for all the all. You were right, all the football and men's basketball, and also wrestling and women's basketball. Yeah, anything in the wrestlers, anything in the except, at Jersey Mike's arena. Yeah, except um, gymnastics. Yeah, um, and then here and there we'll have an Olympic presser or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so usually we'll have one of us will have 
at least one of us will have a, a duty during the game, whether it's running the student year broadcast or helping our boss Colin out with the video board uh, show at JMA. So, um, usually, like, as the game, like, before the game, Kyle yeah. will probably have things set up. So, and then right as the game is ending, he'll probably come over and make sure everything is ready to go. And then it's kind of like one of those things where you got one shot at it. So if we don't do it right, it's not going to look good. So coach comes in and we got to be ready. It's definitely like the the most high-pressure part about this job, I would say, is the press conferences because you really don't know the timing or what the coach is going to do when they get in the room, where they're going to sit. Are they going to sit where you want them to sit with the mic that's singled? Uh, you know, but for luckily for anything in the rack, you can kind of just – set it up early in the season and then you kind of leave it up you know if, if something has to go on in there photos in that same room then you have to break it down move it redo all of it but for the most part you just set it up you leave it up and uh you just wait for the thing to happen when the press conference happens you know you really only have two things in mind framing up the shot and making sure people can hear what's being said and it's just about paying attention to what's going on in front of you Luckily, we had a lot of really good comm interns this year who were super helpful in terms of keeping reporters on track, like one after the other, speaking into the mic. But, I mean, like anything can happen in a press conference. There's been like maybe five press conferences we've had that I've since I've been here that were absolutely perfect. Luckily, you can go in and fix most of that in Adobe Premiere. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you just you just got to stay calm and try to do the same thing every time yeah, I, I will say five years in um i'm happy that kyle i've kind of given the reins kyle's the press conference guy now because it used to be a uh oh let me rush from the student you broadcast upstairs right, right. to the to the presser and now i got a press conference guy and i know carm i mean you hit you say the hard-hitting questions sometimes especially oh, with mr shrewsbury oh, Shout out please. Like a shrewsbury. <laughs> oh please well i'm still no. sad i'm look if ruckers has a trip to notre dame this year eddie I would like to be on it. That's all I'll add. That that's all I'll say. All right. I don't, I don't know when they'd be playing Notre Dame, but I'm saying it if it happens, I would like to see my good friend Micah. Maybe okay. lacrosse. That's true. You never know. Yeah, maybe. Never know. Anyway, a friend of Lieutenant Palumbo was calling in. Your friend Chris. A good friend. Let's put him on the air. Hey, Chris. Hey. Chris Markowitz What's going on? What's is on the air. Is? Lieutenant Palumbo What's says hello, on? Chris. Tell Lieutenant Palumbo I said hello. Appreciate the invite. Tell Mark it's on site still. He knows what that means. Happy to be here with you. You don't have to tell Mark. Mark is, Mark is listening to you. He's right here. Oh, oh, Mark, you there? He knows. He knows. Hey, what's up? You tell me, man. I'm calling in. I just want to talk about a couple things. Got the NBA Finals last night. Any you gentlemen watched that game? What are we thinking? Of course we did. Of course we did. What are the thoughts here? A little 40-20-10 from Mr. Joker himself, that's 40 minutes, insane. 30 points, 20 assists, 10 rebounds. That's crazy. When I saw that, it was just aesthetically pleasing. Like, this guy puts up stat lines that are just aesthetically pleasing. I think that's what makes him the greatest player in the game right now. It's just looking at the numbers, you know, that's what it is. But pretty fun to see Jamal Murray go for 20 points in the first half. And whenever Jamal Murray's on, they're tough to beat. But that was that was a fun game last night. So, I got, I got Denver in six. I will so say, so... I will say I have I'm gonna have to go uh, Heat in seven because I do have a Heat fan. My roommate who also works for Rutgers uh, is a Heat fan, so we, we root for the Heat in that house. So I, I think they can pull through and uh, pull through and take the series. They, they have to win the the game tomorrow. Uh, wins the next game. 
Tomorrow. It's, it's Friday. Tomorrow, Friday. Friday? Yeah. It's Friday yeah. again. Yeah. I, I, do, I mean, I do think the Heat will win tomorrow, but Jokic, he, he's got to be the best basketball player I've ever seen. No, he's, like, he's some, unbelievable. He's phenomenal. Some he of is the phenomenal. stuff he does, and you're watching it, and you're like, he'll, he'll literally just turn around, throw up the worst shot you've ever seen in your life, and it just falls right in the basket. Like, it's it's insane. The dude's on a different level. Like, he looks like he shouldn't be a pro athlete, but he can play 44 minutes and apparently not get tired. Yeah, though, it's definitely yeah. impressive to watch because, I, I mean, not a huge NBA guy. This is the first time I've kind of watched Jokic, like, for an extended period of time. I was like, oh, he's... Okay, I get why he's winning MVPs. I, I get it. I will say, I have a friend from uh, high school growing up. Shout out my boy Tom Young, who I remember back when uh, Jokic was still playing in Serbia. He came up to us at like the lunch table and was like, you guys got to watch this guy's highlight tape. He's going to be the one. And we're all like, dude, it's a chubby dude from Serbia. Like, no, he's not. <laughs> but, hey, he, 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 he obviously knew ball in that moment. And, uh, I mean, I think, I think the Nuggets get it done. They're winning the series. I don't see how the Heat win four games. Yeah, just after well, the way they played last night, like but and also just like Jamal Murray has been ridiculous in this series too. I mean, he's been playing great basketball. Uh, Christian Brown off the bench and Bruce Brown, both Browns have looked pretty good as well. And I think it's funny how like Jokic was drafted during a Taco Bell commercial, yeah. and now he's turned into one of the best players in the NBA. So he is uh, guiding that team. And as great as the Heat have been, looks like Denver's probably going to be able to close this out and much deserved. They've cruised through and they were underrated all season long. Dude, even Aaron Gordon has been playing like exceptionally well. All all playoffs. Yeah, I mean, Chris also a big Rucker softball fan. I've heard is uh, as as are all of us. We're we're big Rucker softball oh, yeah. fans over here. I uh, you know I do do a, do the PA down there. It's a, it's a fun time. I I uh, gotta ask you guys who's got the best walk up song. Out of all the music we've heard this season, I got a couple favorites, but anybody with a favorite walk-up song from this past spring season of Rutgers softball? That's a great question, Chris. And I would have to say third baseman Peyton Lynn Cabbage, a little low down. Shout out Marquise Noel, Kansas State, playing that in their locker room by Little Baby as they were on their tournament run that ended um, to FAU this year. So I got a shout out, Jerome Tang, Marquise Noel, Jerome Cabbage. Tank, little baby. Jerome Tang, he's the head coach at Kansas State. Oh, I see what you're saying now. But this little baby guy, who's yeah, this guy? Lynn Cabbage's song. Oh, really? Was it now? People have different walk-up music. I mean, yeah, there's there's some good songs out there. I mean, when we had the RSU Targum game, we, the starters came out to oh my selections. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you performed really. for us at halftime. So I well, fly me to the moon. That was a great rendition. I just got. Hey, Brian Fonseca loved it. That, that's Shout all, out Fonseca. That, that, that's all I'll say. And Brian's a great guy. And oh, i got to oh, yeah, say. I'm sure. If Brian's got that approval, <laughs> I can live happy. Yeah. Chris, what's your, what's your favorite? Well, I mean, I, I love Morgan Smith's walk-up song. I'm a big fan of Shiloh Gambino. So Redbone, I think that's classic. I mean, that was the, the best one all year. But uh, that's a very controversial take, hot take. I got a lot of uh, I got a lot of complaints. Hey, don't get direction. me wrong, I like that song a lot. I just don't think it's a walk up song. I think we've discussed you that see, before. Here's the thing: it's not up to us to interpret that. Because the first time I saw Morgan Smith walk up to that song, she hit one 250 feet, you know, like 50 feet clean over the fence, right? If that's what gets her in the mood, that's what gets her in the mood, bro. Like she had a bomb, you know what I mean? I want my players to walk up there confident with their music. So I, I get it. I mean, obviously, you go with Kylie Sands. Was it Maneater? That's a classic. To lead the game off, I mean, you can't beat that. 
But, you know, I, I don't know. There's something about Redbone to me that every time I go, it's something about that song every time that's that just, uh, yeah, has me ready to rock. Got you ready to rock. What's that? That little uh, little oozy bird, right? I want to rock uh, pro uh, Project X or whatever. Project. Where's Lieutenant Palumbo? Lieutenant's over here. Lieutenant's right here. I'm, I'm, I just yeah. want to rock, bro. Chime in here, Dave. I just want to rock. Yeah, I'm a big Uzi fan. What are your thoughts about that show on Netflix, Beef? I'm a big fan of Beef. <laughs> oh, that's a good show. I just <laughs> oh, watched Kyle, that. you watch Beef too? I just watched that last week, like what? the whole thing. I don't got oh, Netflix. Dude, it's what amazing. Talking about? It's Fire amazing. Show. What show is What's this? It about? Beef. Oh, it's it. about a beef. It's about a beef between like a guy who runs like a, a unsuccessful landscaping company and a woman who owns like a very successful, uh, I don't even, like I guess, Pot, like pottery, I I don't even know. I guess it's art slash pottery. I don't even know what type. Is of this in New runs. York? Where is this taking Netflix place? Netflix show, no, uh, Los Angeles, L.A. Oh well, okay, that makes sense. City of Angels. Yeah, it starts out. It's all. It all starts out with a car chase, just a typical road rage incident. And I I'll tell you what, I don't want to honk my horn at anyone ever again. I'm traumatized from watching this show progress. Ten episodes on Netflix. I binged it in two days. Total, totally amazing show. Ali Wong, one of the stars, a classic comedian, but. Yeah, I watched it in two days. Palumbo followed up, followed suit. Got to give him credit. It's, it is all the rage right now on Netflix. All the rage, and it's got plenty of viewers and answers, I'm sure. Chris, thank you so much for calling in, the softball PA yeah, announcer for Rutgers. Uh, we thank you very much, Chris. All the best to you, sir. I do I do have one more uh, thought, though. Uh, all the rage. I would say that all the rage right now on Netflix, I don't know if you guys watch, I think you should leave. The but who? The what? I think you should leave. Great show. That's all the rage on Great Netflix show. as of the moment. The who now? It's, it's I never a, heard it's of it. It's a sketch comedy show leave. called I Think You Should Leave. I Think You Should Leave. Who's yes. that with? So Tim, Tim Robinson, Robinson, a former SNL guy, is oh, okay. the, the, the mastermind behind it. And it's a very quotable, memeable, memeable. whatever wow. show. But it's one of those shows where you got to watch it like three times. And this is on Netflix? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. It's a quick watch. It's like a little over an hour. I don't got Netflix. I got uh, Hulu. If that counts. I got a Hulu. I've got the Disney bundle. Oh, which you're on Disney Plus? I do have Disney Plus. Nice. I've got that. I've got the Hulu, and I have the uh, ESPN Plus. That Disney bundle is a great deal. What, 12 bucks a month or whatever it is? What are you watching on That's there? a phenomenal deal. Oh, my goodness. What's the stuff you're watching on Disney Plus? I'm curious. Star Wars, obviously. Star oh, yeah, I forgot. Of course. I'm I a huge Star Wars guy. guy. Bad Batch. Oh, I love the Bad Batch. That's a phenomenal show. You're, you're like show. touching me over here. <laughs> Lieutenant, I'm just pointing this way, and you just happen to be in, a, in that direction. I can't control that. That's number one. But Bad Batch is phenomenal. And I'm excited for the Ahsoka show coming. Um, I'm excited for uh, hopefully the rest of the uh, productions here. I didn't here. you as a Star Wars guy. I am Mark. a Star Wars guy, boss. Wow. I'm a big Star Wars Half guy. Half the promos when you do them have Star Wars in the background. That's right. That's right, baby. Absolutely. Have you seen The Little Mermaid yet? It's funny. I actually did. How, How was, was it? it? It was all right. It was, was good? Right? I will say this. The numbers in that film weren't terrible. Who'd you watch it with? The music? Here's the deal. Here we go. I went to Iowa for two weeks for a journalism program, right? And the head instructor was very kind enough to buy all of us movie tickets. And we all, as a group, all 40 of us, went to this small theater in Iowa to see The, the uh, Little Mermaid. And I'll, look, I'll be honest with you. It wasn't a bad film. It was not a bad film. It, it it had a good story. The plot was good. The buildup was good. The numbers were phenomenal. Uh, it was a good film. Now, is it my number one? Definitely not. Don't don't go just to go. But 
if you want, you know, want to bring your kids or whatever to a nice movie for two hours, I I go there. So when you're talking a small theater, does that mean like all forty of you were the only forty people in the theater? Did you guys buy up the theater? I don't know if we bought up the theater, but we had the own. uh, It's a place called Cinema Five, and they have five theater, you know, five five areas. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Anyway, the point is they they had five rooms. And the first room, it was all of us. All 40 of us were there, had a great time. Gave this big mountain of popcorn for $6.50. That's a good deal. It's a phenomenal deal. In New York, it's $13. It's yeah. absurd. It's, it's, it, it, it is ridiculous how popcorn, expensive yeah. it is in New York. In California, it's probably $15. It's ridiculous. You know? Wow. So, yeah. Tell us how you really well, feel. While we're on the topic of movies, so the movie I most recently saw, which was really good, um, and it went into the superhero stuff, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I did hear about Fantastic. that. Fantastic. The first one was great. This one was even better, I that's, think. That's when yeah. uh, Peter Parker and uh, Miles Morales mm-hmm. go back and forth, right? Yep. Whatever it is. There's, okay. a bunch, there's a bunch of different Spider-Men, Spider-Women, Spider-Cats, Spider-Dinosaurs. Cats? Dinosaurs? Yeah. Yep. What, they, they, they've spider animals? Is they that what it is? They spider everything, man. You, you, wow. You have to see it. It's spider a, it's spiders. Great, but a spider's film. an animal. I don't get it. A spider is how can a, a dinosaur fit into a Spider-Man? It's from a different universe. Oh my it's, goodness! It's all it's 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 all Spider-Mans coming together. Wow, that is something. Wow, so Spidey saw Spidey dinosaur or Spidey ant it was, it was or a short, it was Spidey a short, dog. Uh, short cameo, but there was a dinosaur in the movie. Really? Yes. That's interesting. Wow. So Spider-Man, Spider-Woman, Spidey saw. Uh, Spidey dog, Spidey cat, Spidey horse, Spidey cow, yada yada yada. Spidey said. Spidey shed. Spidey lieutenant. Spidey lieutenant. Spidey car. There you go, baby. I actually have a question because I've never asked you this before. Yeah. I don't know if the answer is Star Wars or not, but like, what's your favorite movie of all time? Ben Hur. Ben Hur. Great film. Ben Hur is great. Like the very original one. Oh yeah, Charlton Heston. He's my guy. Charlton Heston was a great. He he was the great actor. I think he's the best ever. I think he's the best act. Best actor ever. Not just that. If you want to watch a good film or really good series of films, The Wild Bunch. That's a film with Bill Holden. It's a western. That last scene. That's the best shootout you'll ever see. Phenomenal. Wild Bunch is great. Starlock Seventeen is great. Sunset Boulevard's a phenomenal film. The Apartment's a great film. Uh, you got the bad. Uh, the um, the uh, the Bad News Bears. Are you, um, are you a Godfather guy, Carmen? Oh, I love the Godfather. I, I, that's what I thought. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. Don Corleone? Oh, I love the Godfather. Don D'Agostino. Don D'Agostino. No, no. The, that is a great series. Oh, oh, Pacino. I love Pacino. He's absolutely incredible. Which one's better, one or two? The first one. The first okay. one. Oh, I, yeah, the I, first I, one. The first one. I, I Vito? I mean, come on. I Vito Corleone. Vito Corleone. Come on. Oh my gosh! Hey, you're scaring me. I over love there. the Godfather. I mean, this is your. This might be your one and only crew of the summer since you're down here. You're not so, wrong. You know, you're taking advantage of hey, it. Hey, exactly. Like the energy. At the shed, that's exactly what I want to hear. I'm exactly. loving the energy. I'm sure you give are it to me, baby. I'm sure y'all. I love it. Anyway, that's a great series. Um, <laughs> any film with uh, Clint Eastwood is great too. I love Clint Eastwood. Like recent Clint Eastwood movies, though. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm no, no. I'm talking about the westerns. I'm talking about Dirty Harry. How about the uh-huh. Clint Eastwood song by the Gorillas? There's a it's song not, about Clint yeah. Eastwood. Yeah, it's not about him. It's not about it's him, but it's just Clint called Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Why? I don't know. Why they also have a song called Feel Good Incorporated. Never heard of these people. Oh, the, you should give them a listen to some. They're uh, an animated band. They're, I've heard of Glorilla. Yeah. Really? Did you, Did you just say an animated band? Yeah. What does that mean? So I, I I don't know I'm not an expert on them but I know it's a um, 
it's a it's a guy who does all the music and then he has a story around it with animated characters and that's the band. But I believe it's just one guy behind the Interesting. Whole band. Yeah. No, I never heard it's of like that all before. Their, all their music videos are cartoons. Really? Yeah. I never heard of that before. That's incredible. Wow. Remarkable. You know? That 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 is remarkable. That was a terrible impression. I mean, Eddie does really good impressions. Eddie here, here. Ed, his impressions of me have gotten much better. Yeah, let's Hello do, there. Let's do impressions. Let's do our vision impressions. Go throughout the our vision roster with Ed the Shed. Oh let's my! Do it. Here we go. The thing is, not many other people besides Carm have noticeable characteristics. Um, I can name a couple right now. The one who just jumps out is you right over here. Well, here hey, you look who it is. Hey, there you go. How you doing? How are you? LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of all no, time. No, he's not. He's 87th now, I believe, he on my list. He can play every 87th. position. He's won four championships. He's a clown. No, he's not. He's a clown. He's a class act. He's terrible. See? He is awful. See, I can talk like Carm easily. That's pretty good. Yeah. Give, give us a cough. Give uh, us a cough. <coughs> Mark does a really good Carm cough. Let me hear this, boss, huh? I don't, I don't know if I got it in me What today. your... They were hyping <coughs> this... Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Because these guys were hyping this up before the uh, the uh, the program here, saying the boss does a good cough you, of mine. So so what it is, I don't know if I do it justice, but it's it's a very like musical vocal cough. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I never thought of it like that. It's, it's like it's like you're coughing like almost like to test the acoustics of the room. But it's really? also it's very New York at the <laughs> yes, same time. It is. It's like a musical New York cough. What am I on Broadway? No, I just. <laughs> You can tell you're from Long Island. With a cough. <laughs> that. There we go. There, there we go. go. Okay, there you go. It's a cough from the soul, man. You really. There you go. Just put passion into it. Right. I'm singing in the rain. Volare. That's a great song, Volare. Oh, you love, love that it. song. I do. I do. Dino. I love. Me Dino. and David listened when uh when you were on the talent when show. When I won the talent show. show. Yeah, that was something. Congratulations, by the way. Oh, well, thank I you did very enjoy much. it. Oh, it was thank a good you. performance. Thank you very that was, much. That was mid studying for like my one super tough final. I stayed up and listened to your midnight talent show, and it was so worth it. Oh, great. Every second. Oh, love When you're screaming at Connor for no reason. Well, that's what I do. Connor! I do that all the time. I mean, he's a class act. Connor's a great guy. He's a classic guy. I'm going to miss Connor. Aw. You know, when, oh, please. When he goes to Morocco, I'm going to cry a river. I am. Connor's a great guy. <laughs> Kyle looks absolutely befuddled. Connor, <laughs> Connor Cullinane was our previous news director. Class, okay? class act. Very classy guy. And I'm telling you, because uh, he's going to Morocco for two years, he's going to be with the uh, the Peace Corps for two years in uh, oh, okay. Morocco. So he's leaving in September. And I'm telling you, I mean, he was a great guy, a great, great friend of mine. And uh, I'm going to cry a river when he leaves. It's sad. I'm, I'm not going to see him for two years. That's awesome. In Morocco. Nice. He's going to Morocco with his with his uh his bicycle or whatever. With his Moroccos? Well, not bad, Lieutenant. You're thinking Morocco. Oh, oh the boss got ya. Borg coming in with the hammer. Wow, the boss got ya. Yeah, the Borg man himself. He knocked you right out of your chair. Yes. I mean I'm still sitting down. Well not yet. Yeah, I'm still sitting down. <laughs> well, okay. I could sit I could, we could share a chair if you want. I don't we think so. Have some space. I don't think so. Okay. Look, the point is is this. Oh my god. The the where was this conversation going, first off? We were talking about Morocco. <laughs> no, no, no. We were talking about Connor. No, no, no. Well before Connor! I was talking movies. like you. Movies. That's what it was. It was movies. Thank you, Mark. You didn't get to hear... I didn't get to en hear any of Eddie's other our vision impressions. Yeah, what do you got? Oh, yeah. He's okay, got go a good uh, Prodigy one. Prodigy? Who's I that? I don't have that one. I've got... I can just do the Mark D'Agostino one. Right. Because I've noticed in Somerset, because David's been producing and I've been directing... And, you know, sometimes I choose a camera shot that's probably not the best. I make the mistake once yeah. or twice. It's what happens. Two-hour baseball game. And, yeah. And sometimes David makes the same mistakes, too. So we always are just like, eh, I wouldn't take that shot. 
we, 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 know, we know what you do sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, we, we have different artistic choices. So you got, you got to see where, I, where I'm at when I say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, you know, when you're directing, sometimes you're kind of into, you're kind of like making your own decisions. You're like, oh, every decision I make is the right one. Sometimes it's good to have that outside perspective of, eh, maybe I would choose something different in that moment. <laughs> it's fun. It's oh, fun. It, How it, is that going so far, Somerset? How's that treating you? It's been very enjoyable. Okay, I mean, good. we have a mix. A lot of the people there, shout out Eli Fishman and Steven Cusimano. They do a, shout out. They have a fun time doing the games. But we have probably about half the crew most days is Rutgers people. And oh, then there's great. some other people we oh, work awesome. with, which we've gotten along with. Who are some of the fun. Rutgers people there? Uh, Noah Dinnerman, oh, Jack sure. Eagleberger, oh, nice. uh, Liv and Nate Doe are going to be starting there very soon. Oh, Nathan. Oh, nice. Yes. Good for him. And uh, Maria Nicewinder is also there. Woody okay. and Colin Williams were there at the beginning, but oh, they have really? since uh, you know, moved to back to their respective states like you. Shout out yeah, Colin Williams. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. See, Colin but, Williams is a classy guy. He is a classy yeah. guy. Yeah. He's a very classy guy. But it's been fun. The best experience we've had so far in terms of just funny stuff on the broadcast. We've had some great games. We've had a couple of walk-offs we've gotten to do. Oh, that's great. Uh, Jason Dominguez, Austin Wells, two of the big Yankee prospects. Oh, very nice. Um, but last game we did, they had some sort of challenge that they were doing with the other Yankees affiliates broadcasts where the announcers each had to eat one slice of pizza per inning. And the game went to extras. So Stephen and Eli ate 10 pieces of pizza each. They were out of pizza, so uh, they had to get Domino's delivered to them. Oh, Oh, Um, my goodness. But they had 10 slices each, and we were trying to get as many shots as possible of people eating pizza in the crowd. That's phenomenal. It was was an enjoyable time. I can do that. That That, that would be phenomenal. How many pizza slices could you, like, do you normally eat when you go for a pizza? That's a good question. I I think that means you're going to have to do a similar challenge for a radio call, I think. That's... Add the shed. Let's do that next that year. That would be funny. That'd be phenomenal. That would be great. That'd be fun. I can do maybe three or four. Maybe yeah. Maybe, I mean, uh, you're gonna have to push yourself to nine if you're gonna yeah. do baseball. I'm, so I'm I'm from New York. I mean, come on. Exactly. Yeah. Are you further clarification on it. It was plain and pepperoni, and they were like alternating between that. It was nothing with crazy uh, toppings. Uh, all right. Because if well, we're talking crispy pizza, I mean, two of those slices is uh, more than enough because oh, they're yeah. loaded with everything. Well, I love the barbecue chicken. Oh, I love barbecue. I love the chicken bacon ranch. Uh, Sicilian? Are you kidding me? I love Sicilian. My place back home, Leonardo's, has the best Sicilian slice you're ever gonna taste. What about penne vodka? Pen? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Please, you kidding I me? Like penne, that one. penne vodka. With the is pasta good. on the pizza. Oh it's yeah, like, it's so Italian. It's phenomenal. Just like you. I'm not Italian though. Yes, you are. I'm Sicilian. Sicilian is Italian. All right, fine. It counts. <laughs> All right, I'm Italian. There you go. Manja, yes. manja. There you go. So for that reason, you could eat a lot of pizza. Uh, well, I, I, well, that, and also I'm I'm a native New Yorker, born in Brooklyn, grew up on Long Island. I didn't know you were born in Brooklyn. I was born in Brooklyn. Yes, sir. We're learning so much tonight. Apparently. Yeah. I was born in Brooklyn. I lived in Valley Stream for two years, and then I grew up in Massapequa Park since. Nice. I'm a native New Yorker. Mm-hmm. I'm as New York as you get, pal. Okay. I am, Lieutenant. What about the Great Wall of Della? What about her? She's not more of a New York than you? She's, uh, no, she's a real New Yorker, too. Don't get me wrong. All but right. I'm the city and the Long Island. Okay. I mean, come on. I'm 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 one of the boroughs and I'm the island. You put that together, I mean, come on, that's New York. What about the other ninety-five percent of the state? Well, that's upstate New York. Yeah, exactly. That's a whole that's a whole different area. That's real New York. Eh, I wouldn't say that. That's real New York. It it it's nice, it's quiet, it's lovely, but it's not New York. Uh, upstate New York and downstate New York are two separate places. Oh yeah, they are. And you know, upstate New York is like Mississippi. Yeah, someone planted under Canada. You're not wrong. Is there a central New York? No. No, no way, no. Jose. No way. Do you believe there's Central Jersey? 
Yes. You know, this is this I I live in Central Jersey, so I don't get how there is Central not. Central Jersey is something I wrestle with. I'll be honest with you. I see the arguments for it. Don't get me wrong. It makes sense. But at the same time, you got North Jersey, you got South Jersey, and it just makes more sense where it's North and Like right now, I'd say we're North Jersey. We're, uh, we're, not we're North in Rutgers area. Rutgers, Rutgers area is not Bergen County. Eh, it is it is North enough, it's though. It's very different. It, it, Morristown, it's it is, so different from so, that. So it is North enough it, to be North. It's yeah. so different from so that. my opinion, there's actually four sections of Jersey. Really? Yes. I mean, you're from Bayonne, so that's I'm from North. Bayonne. That's North, yeah. Yep. New oh, Jersey's so. point guard. Oh, Shout out. Yeah. Mark D'Agostino. Paul Mulcahy's. Uh, Bayonne's yep. finest. Mark D'Agostino. And Big Joe Hunter. Mm. Carry on. So, uh, He's huge. There's North, there's Central, there's South, and then I believe there's also the Shore is its own region. The Shore, really? I, 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 don't, I don't know who's anyone's got an opinion on that, but I think they're different enough that they deserve their own region. I don't know. Like, to me... I just feel like there's not a lot of people in Southwest New Jersey for them to have their own region that's separate from the shore. Like, but it's so it's so wildly different Southwest New Jersey. Than, it is. Than, than like if you compare it to like Atlantic City or something like that. Yeah. Mm. You know what? I see that argument, yeah. but there's definitely a Central Jersey. Uh, it's either three or four sections. We're in, there's not two. We're in Central Jersey right now. A hundred percent. I'll be honest. I mean, we're with not you. in South. We're not. Oh my gosh! I, me and Eddie learned a lot about South Jersey recently. Have you ever been to Sabrina's? No. What's that? Oh, I heard it's amazing. Noah and Maria were talking it up. They were gassing it up. What about Ots? No, those, those are two no. South Jersey people right there. You've never yeah, heard of these places? See, they were born and raised in South Jersey. I moved I moved in well, four you, months ago. You're a South Jersey head, kind of. Head? Yeah. yeah he's, he's a person. No, he's a South Jersey He's head. got a body. I mean, he's got more than a head. Assistant. You are. <laughs> yeah, facts. Hey, facts. you are. Talk your talk, <laughs> Kyle. You are an assistant, but you're a person. He doubled down. Not Dang. just a head. There's, there's more than just your head. No, nah, he's a Philly head. He's yeah, a Philly I, fan. I, I am a huge Eagles fan. Yeah, he's a really? Philly fan. Yeah. So was Ed the Shed. Go yeah. Birds. Go Birds. Yes. Ed the Shed's an Eagles fan and the Mets fan. Yes. And a Nets fan. And the Nets fan. It's a, it's an interesting combination. That is interesting. See, I'm Eagles, Yanks, Knicks. Really? Wow. So how did you end up becoming an Eagles fan and not a Phillies fan? Because we have, I don't know if I have the same story as you. To well, me, I, I grew up in New York. You know, I, I'm only an hour away, like north mm-hmm. of the Bronx. My grandma, she used to take me to Yankees game all the time growing sure. up. Sure. Then yeah. how, so then how did you gravitate towards the Eagles? My uncle, he's from, uh, like, he's not from Philadelphia. He's from, like, Pennsylvania, we call it. He's from, like, middle Pennsylvania. You know what I'm saying? Like, the the backwoods. Yeah. Oh. But uh, he's he's an Eagles fan. And I, I remember just watching, like, that one Miracle at the Meadows Lane. Miracle at the Meadowlands. Oh, when yeah. I was, like, yes. oh, like yeah. 10 years old, maybe 9 at the time or something. And, I dude, I fell in love with Deshaun Jackson right there. I, I, I couldn't. I had to watch. I've, I've seen every Eagles game since. You know what? They they make me happy. I'm satisfied. I've seen them win a Super Bowl. They almost won the Super Bowl last year. The Mets and the Nets just They should have won the Super funny. Bowl. I, yeah. That I was know. scripted. I, I know your theory. It was a script. I know. Tarantino you. couldn't write a better script than that Super Bowl. Are you kidding me? But on that note, uh, we're halfway through our special edition of the WRSU crew. On the other side, we're going to have someone who works as the lead announcer for our vision and also is a WRSU alum. He's a classy Savino. guy. 